You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Hello, everybody. Good day. Today is St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you today. And I want to welcome my newest guest, Mr. Jeff Schwartz, who is the founder of Conceive, Believe, Achieve. He's a lifetime entrepreneur and also a very friendly, outgoing guy. Jeff, thank you for being here. Well, it's good to know that I have a just a title as a friendly, outgoing guy. You know, <laughs> it's nice to be that kind of way, friendly yes. and outgoing. Yes. Just like Ryan, I guess you inspire me. I want to be more <laughs> like Ryan. I try. So, Jeff, um, you have had a lifetime of growing businesses, starting out as a teenager. Talk to us about your life experiences uh, as, a, as a young man growing up and you know how you came to be who you are today in the business world. Well, I'm sure your listeners don't want all my experience as a young man, but um, I started, in my I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Mm-hmm. And as a teenager, I drove an ice cream truck. I was an ice cream man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was dingling then and sometimes things never change. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, that's where the entrepreneurial bug was. We had to rent the truck, buy the ice cream, set the routes and go forward. Mm-hmm. So the business that I'm in right now, Conceive, Believe, Achieve, is my sixth business. Mm-hmm. Uh, other businesses that I had, look, I was 22 years old. I'm from Long Island, New York, and I went to law school in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Here's this kid going 3,000 miles away. I'm a stranger in a strange land. Yeah. So what do I do? I start a business, a business called Servers Are Us. Mm-hmm. It was a process serving business. And Brian, that was threefold. Number one, I'm a law student, so I need money. I've got a yeah. job to make money. Yeah. Number two, I'm, I need to learn the area that I'm in. So process serving is a good thing. But number three, who my clients, but attorneys. Yeah. So you always think when you're in business, who are your clients, who do you want to meet? Who do you want to grow from? And as it turns out, one of the clients from my process serving business, I was his law clerk and then associate attorney for five years. And without going into detail, um, I had initial and inside office. As a mm-hmm. law clerk, you're not getting this big window office. But at the five years with the guy, a practicing attorney, I asked him for a window office. Mm-hmm. He goes, nope. I said, I get it. I understand. It costs more money. I'll pay the difference in rent. He goes, nope. So at that moment in time, 27 years old, I said, see ya. Mm-hmm. Opened up my own shop. I'm married just three years at the time. And Ryan, again, the focus, even then, my credo was conceive, believe, achieve. In two years of having this kid open up a law practice, I had hired two attorneys, four support staff, and I had over 400 clients. So it demonstrated I know how to grow a business. I know what it takes to do that. Yeah. The, that was a real turning point for me, though, because having 400 clients, I didn't know every client. 
And I am humbled when someone chooses to retain the services I can provide, I need to know who they are. Right. So instead of being Schwartz, Shapiro, Kalikas, and company, I let each of my associates take about 100 plus clients. I kept the same. And then I always kept my practice at that level. Now, I was very fortunate in 1990. I had the most significant case of my entire legal career, which spanned over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't necessarily the most economically benefit, but here I'm in San Diego, and we were the first ever to sue the skinheads in San Diego County. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, so that you can imagine, that case uh, had front page news for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Closing argument with CBS, ABC, NBC, standing room only. And we won the case. And once you, you do good, you get big cases. More big cases came. Mm-hmm. And in 1991, a client of mine says, Jeff, go to breakfast with this person. Now, Ryan, you're a businessman. Your listeners are businessmen and women. Yep. Uh, it's important to be the entrepreneurial spirit to meet people. Right. Well, at that meeting, I was offered to run for United States Congress as a 30-year-old kid uh, for an open seat. Wow. Yeah, it was like, whoa. Yeah. So at that time, my wife was pregnant with our first child, and I'm not taking that run until I get approval. So three months, they're coming, they're encouraging me, they're enticing me to run, says, we need you, Jeff, blah, blah, blah. So November 21st, 1991, I get a basket of flowers in my office that said, say yes. (laughs) So I got approval from the wife. Our daughter was born during the campaign. When she was pregnant with our son, she made me sign a contract, which she still has in her office. Now we're married 37 years. Mm -hmm. She still has this contract in the office. I will not run for office during this pregnancy. (laughs) It was uh, an interesting time, but I'll tell you, Ryan, one of the most eye-opening experiences I've ever had. Yeah. And the person that won, I came in second, the, the person that won served for a very, very long time in the federal penitentiary. Right after that congressman was elected, they found a bribe list in his house. Oh, and he wow. was in prison till he died. But that's an experience. So I have the entrepreneurial experience, the legal experience, political experience. And and as you go forward and all this background information, Ryan helps me help the other clients that I have right now. Right. So 1998, interesting time in our generation, a client comes to me and says, Jeff, you ever hear of this thing called (laughs) e-commerce? Yeah. So uh, I'm living in LA. We took uh, in San Diego. We took a ride to Los Angeles with a Disney marketeer, a 22 year old techie, a big five accountant. And in 1998, you had big five accountants. Mm-hmm. And they had this idea for an internet directory. Now, 98, Ryan, this was before Google. It was right. even before Yahoo. Yeah. So their, their idea was let's get all these advertisers, put it on a CD-ROM and send it out to people. They're going to get millions of dollars in funding. Right. Well, you laugh, you chuckle because there was no there there. It didn't happen. Yeah. 
But you know something? I like the idea. It right. was something that didn't exist. So when they all scattered, I became the CEO. I developed the company. I hired software developers. We, I said, where do you get advertisers? Once again, looking, who is that client? Where do you get advertisers? Community newspapers. So we hire some developers. They built the software program for community papers to go online because that was new then. Mm-hmm. Fast forward three years later, uh, we built a geographically based directory and then a hobby based directory. And I sold it to a Los Angeles newspaper company. So wow. again, understanding what the need is and filling that need is crucial for any businessman or woman for the entrepreneurs to do that. Yeah. Let me ask you this though, because what you talked about, that story about the the directory in these early days, that, I mean, at that, at that time, it was very innovative, right? To do that. It was because it didn't exist. Right. And I'm, and so now, and I, I find this myself when, I mean, I love technology. I work in technology. So, uh, but I think they're, they're in a way, like I see sometimes the future, I see kind of things where, where things are going and it's hard to convince people of trying new things and innovating because they don't quite believe it yet. They don't believe in it yet. Do you find that is a common thing or they're afraid of innovation? Well, the way I respond to that and Ryan, this is not the first time I've been asked this question. Right. And the best example that I can give you is Thomas Albert Edison. Yeah. He invented a light bulb. Do you know there were 10,000 attempts yeah. to do that right. before it came through? So yeah. the name of the business I have is Conceive, Believe, Achieve. Yeah. If you believe in something and you create a plan, uh, in school, we were measured by our GPA. Yeah. And Ryan, what did GPA stand for in school? Grade point average, right? Right. So now in business, we also have a GPA, but that's our goals, our projects, and our actions. Mm -hmm. When you think of an airplane, 30,000 feet in the air and doesn't crash. Yeah. When you think of a cruise ship with tons and tons and doesn't sink. Right. If you have a plan, you understand where you want to go. Now, all the listeners and you can ask whatever that main freeway, highway, roadway, expressway that you're driving on, you're in your car driving. If you don't know what exit you're going to get off at, you'll never get there. Yeah. So the key is to make that plan yep. and make a plan with the greater level of specificity. Like you talk innovation. Look at how many innovations can you think of today that we're challenging to get there. Oh, tons, tons. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I mean, I remember early days when people would say that the internet was just a fad and uh, it won't catch on. Businesses won't need it. (laughs) And and here we are in 2022 and we know that's, that's completely wrong, you know, but people thought that way a while back. They really did. You know, you're true. And then there was a, discussion back in the 1900s in the U.S. Patent Office, everything that's ever been invented has been invented. So you have to have the passion for what you're doing. Right. And you can control what you do. You cannot control what other people do. Right. 
I mean, if you're focused, you understand the path. And as I tell my clients, you're either interested or committed. If yeah. you're interested, hey, this is a good idea. I'm going to work for it. But if you're committed, there is nothing that's going to stop you from right. achieving what you want to achieve. Right. right. And a lot of people manage their business or manage their life by default. What I teach is you got to manage it by design. You have a life by design. The more specific you are, surprise, you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need that tenacity to get it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people create goals and they just, their goals are very vague. Well, I, I want my business to be successful, but it's not defined to them, you know? It's not, it could be successful financially. That's one area, or it could be successful in other ways. It just depends on how they define it. But a lot of people don't define it, right? Jeff, they don't have a clear cut. Here's what I want. Here's what I want to achieve in the next six months to a year, five years, 10 years, right? They don't really don't, they really don't specify that. They just say they, they want to be successful, but they don't specify it. Would you agree with that? Of course, I'd agree. Unless you know what you want, you're never going to get it. Yeah. If you know what you want, you can create a path to achieve that. Right. Now, you use the word of success. And a question I will ask everybody, can you recall one time in your life when you were most successful? I really don't care how you define successful. And everyone says, yeah, I can remember that. By answering that question in the affirmative, Ryan, two principles you've proven. Number one, you can be successful because you admitted you were. And number two, you can do it again. It's duplicative. Right. So in order to achieve that level of success, whether it be your business is making money, you're going to vacations, you, you found your soulmate, what you've got to do is think of what was happening at that time. Who were you with? How were you in your body? What were you wearing? Where were you living? So if you can create as many of those environments, physical environments, emotional environments, everything around that time, that's how you can recreate your success. That's how you can make it duplicative. And your know, people are business owners are successful. By the mere definition, you're a business owner. You made a decision to go out and start a business right so that's impressive yeah. not everyone has that ability so it's never easy unless you make it that way right. people will say well it's hard to get clients it's hard to make money and i'll tell you you're absolutely right if that's what you think it is hard yeah yeah when when we were kids you remember when you were a kid ryan yes a little <laughs> a little. Yeah. Uh, what was your job when you were a kid? What was my job when I was a kid? Uh, I had kid, several. A, young, but a I, youngster, under 10 years old. I Well, I yeah, I mean, I did like yard work and things. Um, just, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the, the money job. What was your job when you were eight or nine years old, even seven years old? Like a job, like as far as responsibilities around the house and things, you mean? or? No, let me, let me help you. Was yeah. your job... To play and have fun? Yeah, my job was to be a kid, basically, right? So, exactly. Yeah. 
just because you've reached the age of 30, 40, 50, 60, why do people say you can't be a kid again? Yeah. If you're enjoying what you're doing, you've heard this expression, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. And work does not have to be a four-letter word that ends in K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you can play, find a way to play to give you what you want. I, I told you, Ryan, this is my sixth business. Yeah. I've had a couple of law firms, an ice cream company, a, a process serving, a, a SaaS company. And now I'm using that knowledge to 30 plus years and hundreds of businesses later to listen to businesses to help them achieve what they want, however right. they define that. You know, when you have decades of experience in product, service, public, private, construction, distribution, I'm able to see things that you may not see. I'm yeah. not an engineer. I'm not a glass blower. I'm not a chemist. Yeah. But I can make business out of anything like that. Right. So, you know, people approach you and they want to work with you on growing the business. And it sounds also like working on their mindset. Um, what is your approach? Like if, how, how do you sit down with someone and really get the ball rolling with them? You're absolutely right, because every business, I don't care if you're Joe's Tires or Microsoft, mm -hmm. every business has the same thing and they're made of the same thing. They're called people. Yeah. Human beings are businesses. So how do I work with them? It's, it goes within the name of the company, conceive, believe, achieve. The first thing is an immersion. I guess the training that I've had as a litigator uh, asking very probing questions, trying to understand what those words are. These words are our tools. So I ask a lot of questions, try to understand your business. As I said, I'm not a chemist, but I can make a business out of that. Yeah. So in, in, everyone has a certain high impact, high income. And in order to succeed, you surround yourself with people who play at what you work at. Mm -hmm. So the process is as follows. I will have an immersion. I will speak to my client, whether it be the manager, the CEO, the COO, and understand what is working, what's a challenge in the business, what do you want, why haven't you got there? If you got there before, how can you do it again? Then breaking it down to the goals, the projects, and the actions. Using very specific terms, as you and I spoke about earlier, the greatest specificity and then you get the ahas. Now, you can have the best plan, best policy and procedures, best business models, and something happens. Yeah. For example, what happened in March of 2020? We had a great plan in February 2020. Yeah. And then March 2020 happened. Yep. Pandemic. So then being able to be malleable, being right. able to understand what's happening around you, CEOs are visionaries. The best CEOs are those that can leave the business for six months and the staff doesn't even know who they're gone mm -hmm. because they have created that model. They have created the well-oiled machine and I work with them. As I look, we each have a life where they're inspired or expired. And you touch briefly about the different things I've done in my life and career, I choose to be inspired. 
Yeah. And when I see an opportunity, I do that. Look, you know, I, I want to digress for just a moment. Yeah. I, I sold my law practice in 2015 after 30 years of practicing. I sold my law practice because from 2013 to 2015, I traveled across the country as the chancellor of the oldest and largest law fraternity in the world, 200,000 members, past presidents of the United States, U.S. Supreme Court justices, and I led that organization into their second century. It turned 100 years during my leadership. Wow. We, we took them out of financial hardship, double the attendance at their meeting, and Ryan, if I thought running for Congress and getting 50,000 votes was humbling, there was nothing more humbling to be a moment in time to leave an organization with that history into their second century. And that's when I opened up Conceive, Believe, Achieve to continue to help businesses. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I mean, it's been amazing talking to you, Jeff. Um, what are some, I mean, let, let's say you're a, you're a new business owner. And before we sign off here, can you give us some, either some things you've learned or maybe a quick story you've experienced with a client or just some takeaways, key takeaways that new entrepreneurs or people who are considering entrepreneurship. I work with a lot of franchisors and they are actively trying to sell franchise locations. So people don't know this, but there's a lot of opportunity in franchising out there. There's franchise businesses for practically anything. So what are some key takeaways uh, you could give people listening who may be interested in considering entrepreneurship, either with their own company or with a a brand, a national brand? Well, let me focus on franchise because that's something you have a high impact, high income. That's your specialty. Yeah. So you've indicated there are so many different franchise ors out there. The absolute first thing is do this. You can say this also, but do not choose a franchise that you've heard of and that you may like go to. Choose a profession choose something that you have a passion for mm -hmm. because i'll tell you it's it's extraordinarily beneficial yeah. but there's a lot of work to get there but right. if you have the passion and you know you're growing something and you enjoy it and again you do not see work as a full letter word that ends in k so understand that do not be interested be committed yeah. have the passion for it have the plan for growth. Again, if you're driving on that freeway, highway, expressway, you don't know where you're going, you never get there. Yeah. So people who fail to plan, plan to feel, fail. Right. And, right. you know, it's actually okay to fail because the definition of fail, F-A-I-L, that's a first attempt in learning. Right. How are you going to succeed? So if you words of wisdom, number one, have the passion, have the commitment, have a plan, be specific, but be willing to be valuable. Right. Yeah, I love that. All good. Good advice, Jeff. Thank you so much. Um, so where can people find you if they have some questions for you? Well, thank you. Look, they can find me. I can give an email, which is an easier email. If you want to contact me by email, I choose not to use my name okay. because 
that's really not that important. What I do is important. My email is focused.positive at cba-consultant.com. Okay. And that's the website too. CBA for Conceive, Believe, Achieve, hyphen consultant.com. So if you're focused and positive, together we can conceive, believe, achieve. Great. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. Everybody, you've heard it. If you are ready to get to the next level, Jeff is the one you want to speak to. Jeff, thank you so much. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day and let's keep in touch, okay? Ryan, you continue to inspire me and continue to the good you do for all your clients. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.